Self-talk. Self-talk. What is running through your head every day as you progress through your day? Is your self-talk helping you or hurting you? Today, I share the top 10 things that run through my head in the course of a normal day to help get me past problems and motivate myself to do what I have to do and handle what I have to handle. We'll dive in right after this quick word from our sponsor. Hey guys, Ashley here. Are you having trouble meeting the right girl? Are you struggling due to lack of confidence, not knowing what to say, or not having a plan? Are you tired of being told to act confident around women without being told how? If so, I'd like to introduce you to the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book from David Sharp. If you are afraid to approach women in public, this book is for you. If you aren't having success meeting women on dating websites or apps, this book is for you. If you're having trouble connecting with women on dates, this book is for you. The Gentleman's Guide to Flirting has loads of modern, field-tested, and ready-to-use examples to help you confidently approach women and meet great women either in person or online. It also has practical, real-world advice to help you truly get the most out of the dating process. And it has thoughtful, practical advice for cultivating and sustaining your relationships for the long term. It's got it all, and you're going to love it. The book's website is gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. That's gentlemansguidetoflirting.com. You can go to gentlemansguidetoflirting.com and click the Buy Now button, or just search for Gentleman's Guide to Flirting by David Sharp on Amazon.com or anywhere else you buy your favorite books or eBooks, and start changing your life now. Hello there. Welcome to episode 74 of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting podcast. I am David, the author of the book of the same name, Gentleman's Guide to Flirting, available on Amazon.com and everywhere else you find your favorite books or ebooks worldwide. Today I want to share the top 10 things that might run through my head in the form of my own self-talk in any given day. This is where the tire hits the road, so to speak, in terms of putting what I require and demand of myself from the Gentleman's Guide's books into actual practice, given the challenges of actually doing so out in the real world. So here goes in no particular order. Number one, meeting a new woman. Since the subject matter of this podcast normally revolves around, or is at least peripherally related to your performance and confidence uh, around meeting women of interest, let's cover that one first. So let's say that you see someone you want to meet out your over the course of your normal day, your daily routine. So what? What are you going to do? In my head, and more importantly, in your head, your own self-talk, I think you should be thinking to yourself that you know she will be better off with someone like you. I think you need to feel that instinctually at your core. You are most likely a major upgrade over her normal options. Look at how you live. Look at the standards and principles you live by. Look at the trajectory you are on in life. And think of how well you will treat her. You know all of this is true about yourself. You know it, but she is walking around completely unaware. You should boldly, yet respectfully, boldly, yet respectfully, go over and talk to her to see if there's any interest, any spark, any chemistry there. 
Now, to be realistic, you may not want to sound too cocky by saying anything that we just talked about out loud directly. She may take it as an insult. Nobody wants to hear, hey, your options, I know your options are shit. I'm definitely way better than what you can normally get. Nobody wants to go and hear that. So just keep that to yourself. But in your own head, that is another story. It is a jungle up there, right? In fact, after a while, this is how you will feel instinctually, and you won't need to give yourself a mental pep talk before you reach out and introduce yourself to someone you're interested in. It will just come naturally. And when it comes naturally like that, and all that I just said and described are simply facts about you, just that just, that's just how you are, you're not acting at all, she will see that in you and love it. Love it. Over time, you will see that your own natural nervousness and any self-doubt would just melt away and disappear entirely as you become the man you want to be over time. We aren't faking it here, right? This process can take time, but it will happen to you. Trust the material in the book. All right, that was the first one. Second, about daily life. How I go about daily life, how I think about that in my head, my self-talk. Details of the daily work of stacking wins toward goals is what I want to talk about now. I constantly have a list in my head of what I need to do to make progress on any given day today. And I am constantly pushing forward to achieve those objectives. For me, that covers normal work, normal course of business, plus the various seeds that I am planning to see if I can grow various side hustles and other businesses and think for things to sell and generate income for later. That's a lot, but that's what I've committed myself to. That's what I've committed to for myself, and it is what I need to do. Number three, kind of related to the, the second point there, I like to prioritize things. I like to have a to-do list to aid my own self-talk because I sometimes have difficulty juggling all the details that I need to manage for the various initiatives and projects that I have in motion at any time. I need to write this list down physically, write it down. Normally, I write it down on my laptop or I have it on my phone or something like that so I can make sure I don't let anything drop, you know, because time is limited and I don't want to waste any of it. My bottom line standard for how many things that I need to check off the to-do list, the, the prioritized to-do list, that's an important distinction, prioritized to-do list, is that I must achieve three things every day. And if I, if I get to a point in time in the day when I'm tired, and I feel like quitting and relaxing, I mentally go and tally up, have I actually accomplished at least three things today? And if the answer to that question is no, then I force myself to get back to work. Now, since we are talking real world here, real world, other people can interfere with this daily stack three ones per day plan, uh, especially if there's some sort of emergency or crisis that arises. In fact, life being what it is, full of irony, as I was recording this podcast, I got a phone call from someone in my family who needed help dealing with a medical issue with the older person in my family and, and they were feeling overwhelmed and they needed some help. So I needed to stop stacking this particular win for the day, which was to record this podcast for you guys and go handle this matter for my family because, you know, we all got to do what we got to do, right? Whenever someone needs help or has a medical issue or whatever, you got to step in. In the case of a crisis, my part in handling the crisis jumps to the top of my to-do list like I just described. 
yeah, I wanted to go knock up this podcast episode, but I can't go and say, hey, I'm sorry, just go ahead and suffer and do without, and I'm not going to help you. If there's an emergency for somebody that I care about in my circle, I can't support the entire world, but the the people are in my family, people that are closest to me and my close, close friends, they're, they get to jump to the top of the to-do list just like that. And I need to get every bit of that, whatever I need to do to support or help them done ASAP. People can count on you, right? They can count on me. That's for sure. I do best when I'm back into a corner. I do best in emergency situations. That's just how I'm built. So basically, you don't delay or procrastinate in crisis situations. You jump. When people need help, you jump. Once the crisis is contained or the emergency is settled, you can revert back to your wind stacking, just like I'm doing right now. I had to step out for a couple hours to go and take care of some issues for the person who's asking for some help, but I'm back home right now and I'm recording like I had already planned to do. So you have to take care of your people first. We don't go around selfishly, you know, with blinders on, just doing what we want, just paying attention to ourselves and our own needs, oblivious to helping the people that we care about who rely on us. That is not how we are built. Number four, to fuel all of this, to provide the energy to keep this machine going forward and overcome any inertia I might be suffering from at any given point in time, I have a lot of self-talk going on in my head that's basically me yelling at myself entirely at the confines of my head. Nothing's coming out of my mouth. Basically, it says, get the fuck up and go. What's wrong with you? Fucking go. I can't complete my three tasks today unless the first one's done, right? And what time is it? Get up and go. I can't hit all three unless item two is done. One and two have to be done before I can even get a, get three done, right? And item two is essential. Why the fuck aren't you moving? That kind of talk. Again, it's all happening in my head. No one knows it's happening. They can't t- tell that I'm berating myself in my own head. I got a poker face on the whole time or a smile. I don't speak to others that way either, but I have, like I just said, some very rough Spartan self-talk going on in my head sometimes around, you know, trying to force myself or convince myself to get what needs done, done. Number five, sometimes, and I'm ashamed to admit this, but this is just a struggle that I have, number five and number six, really, uh, negative thoughts. Sometimes I find myself in this trap. Again, I'm embarrassed that I still have this problem, but I do, I'd, like I said, I'll always be honest with you guys. And when I recognize this, it's like in an instant, within seconds, I recognize that I'm having these negative thoughts and I um, just kind of viscerally, just instinctively know that's, that's a waste of time. So I get very aggressive in terms of my internal self-talk about fussing at myself for having negative thoughts and all the stuff that comes along with it. The, the wasting of time, the risk of not achieving enough or as much as I could in a given day. Number six is very closely related, but like the, like the stepped up version of negative thoughts, it's handling anger in general. It's another problem that I have is just sometimes I lose my temper, but I tend, I also tend to keep that like just bottled up. Nobody can tell by looking at me about me, be upset about something, but I just want to go and call it out here because I have to take some extra steps sometimes. Like neg- negative thoughts, I can pretty much suppress or st- or just stamp out by just talking to myself. But when I'm actually angry about something, it's gone further than that. It's taken. It's taken up more time. I just want to share that for me, for me, and I know this might not be f- for everyone. I may not work for everyone. 
but my mind immediately goes to thinking about hitting the gym and lifting weights. For me, there is something about going to the gym and moving a lot of metal that drives negative thoughts out of my head and anger. There's just something about that whole process. I can come back home after the gym and finish off whatever I needed to do oftentimes after a good workout. Speaking of which, number seven, that brings me to number seven, taking care of your body, your gym, your eating habits. That's something else that occupies a lot of space in my head every day. Thinking about taking care of me. Again, gym, eating habits, just generally taking care of yourself, both physically and mentally. Why? Well, the whole system, your whole freaking system breaks down. I mean, the whole system, your whole life system, business your job, your relationships with other people and your family, your friends, your coworkers, your, your customers, the whole system breaks down. If you break down, if you're falling apart, remember your life priorities from the book in part one of the gentleman's guide to a uh, flirting book. You're at the top of that whole scheme. occupying the top two spots. It's got your goals, but it's also got critically your happiness and your physical and mental well-being. So if you're not taking care of yourself and able to sustain this operation, how are you going to support all these people that you love? Number eight, handling family problems. That's something else that can occupy some space in your head, some real estate in your head. And sometimes things are going very well and it's not very much. And sometimes family issues can occupy pretty much the entire day for a variety of reasons. For example, those issues can come from a wife, a partner, a girlfriend, children, other family or close friends with problems. Your wife or partner can have troubles arising from anything under the sun and they might need your effective support or just someone to listen to as they vent. And you need to give them the time. You can't just ignore them to stay. Keep your laser focus right on your goals and doing those things because they may feel not listened to, not seen, not heard and neglected. Same for any children you might have or children who may look up to you, they, they might be in need of some of your time as well. So, you know, you want to be available as best you can, since they are just coming up and figuring out their way in life. You're kind of a unique person out in the world. And you may, you may be the only person of your type that they know, and they may really look up to you and really value your input and your uh, advice. Why? Because they can see and sense your quality. And they, again, may not have access to someone else like you, so they may be wanting to spend some time with you. The situation might be the same with someone else in your family or in your circle of your closest friends. They might need your strength or your advice or your support. If one of these people in my life needs help, they get some of the real estate in my head for sure because I care about them. And then they get that and they stay there until they are settled or sorted out or the situation is resolved. In fact, they might have entries on my to-do list for a while, my written to-do list for a while, alongside the ones that I need to achieve to work my own goals. That's just life. You're not in it by yourself. You can't always get to do what you want to do every single day. Number nine, relationship maintenance, not problems, maintenance. And by this, I mean with everyone in your life. You have the wife or partner or girlfriend. You've got any children in your family that, I mean, your own children or other children in your family. You get all the other members of your family and your closest friends, of course. And those people get the top treatment and most time. But you also have business partners, customers, maybe bosses and coworkers, friends, 
neighbors, and others in your community whose relationship with you might need some care, some maintenance, some nurturing, or cultivating from time to time. I put, or I should say invest, a lot of thought and time into any relationships that I value, value, that I need to make an investment in, in terms of time or energy, or a relationship that needs renewing or refreshing or reinforcing in some way. To let those people know you are thinking about them, to show that you value your relationship with them, and to show that they are special to you. You can't do this with everyone all the time. There are only 24 hours in a day, and you have wins to stack and goals to achieve every day, but you need to maintain your key relationships like plants in a garden. They need care, feeding, watering, and sometimes weeding. Number 10, focus. I love to play around and goof around. Nobody can waste time like me. I am easily susceptible to being distracted by a variety of things like rabbit holes and online research, movies, entertainment, just getting long-winded conversations about any kind of nonsense under the sun. So in my head, the 10th item I want to share with you is a constant barking that I do to myself to remind, to remind myself to focus on what matters. And part of that focus is periodically reviewing my goals, thinking about the future, and preparing for the future. And all of that is just motivation for pouring more energy into today. All right, that is all I have for you this week. Let's get to work out there. Let's go.